This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the WTA tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. My name is Nigel Seeley. I'm delighted to say joining me is the WTA tennis because we win betting expert, and it's Roy Giovanni. And he lived up to his name last week by giving <laughs> us a winner of the tournament with Sabalenka on the first first show of 2023 in Adelaide. Well, well done, Rory. Start off with a good start. And um, I always like to go in badly because once you set the bar so high, you'd only go one way. I always I always go, I, I like to start new things and new projects. It's really, really poor. And then we can only go up. But you've, you've yeah. set the bar straight up with a plus 550 winner. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's, it's funny, actually, because the prices I put up, I mean, I, I was a little bit out with the prices as well, because I think, yeah, I put up Sabalenka at plus 550. I think it was actually more like plus 700. Right. And with Leila Fernandez, I thought it was about plus 1,000. I think it was actually near a plus 500 because they, they slashed her after she won the previous night and then she won the next night and then she got thrashed. So she didn't do so well. But Sabalenka, yeah, that was um, pleasing. Yeah, it's it's uh, we drew a drew a dry run now, aren't we? For a, a few weeks, dry but, January, uh, dry January. Yeah. Something that I've never done over the years. I've never, <laughs> I've never, I've never done dry January, but uh, the, the yeah, way my bet um, start, started this year, I'm going through a dry January. That's for sure. <laughs> it was a, it was a funny tournament. Things did sort of go our way. Um, on the other side of the draw, you had Linda Noskova getting to the final, which was a bit of a shock. She put out Shabur in the semis. Um, but luckily Sabalenka had too much for her. But yeah, we 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 caught her at the right time. So that was uh, pleasing. She's not playing this week. Um, obviously, a week to go before the Australian Open. Quite a few players taking the week off, um, as you'd expect. But plenty out. We've got Adelaide 2 and we've got the Hobart. Return, Adelaide the return. return. It's, yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> and we got some new players at Adelaide compared to last week, and, and we got the two fifty in Hobart. So, uh, and then of course we got the Australian Open next week. So plenty to look forward to. Yeah, let's just quickly look at the Australian Open. Obviously, there's been some reaction of the tennis in the first week of the year. Sriontek, uh, the tournament favourite, is still tournament favourite, but she's out now to plus two dollars. You touched last week that you thought potentially she could be quite vulnerable on the Australian fast courts. I, I was much more in this Rontek camp, but she was very poor against Pegula at the, at, uh, in the tournament, the, the United Cup she played in. Sabalenka has been slashed into $6 to win the uh, the Australian Open. I would not be betting that despite that win. I <laughs> no, nor would I. Yeah, very different animal win in a major. Uh, Garcia is 10 and Pegula, who was very impressive, uh, another big move into 11. Anything that's caught your eye in the first week of the... Uh, of the season, you think, oh, that player there, I, I quite like the look of her. It's it's difficult this early. I mean, Pegula was impressive, but I remember reading the, I watched the highlights and, and read the sort of post-match chat and, and she said that she fancied it. I can't remember exactly where. I think they played in Sydney 
and Sfiontech had been in Brisbane and Pegula thought that the quicker courts of Sydney, she'd already played on them, so she was used to them. And Sfiontech coming from Brisbane, slower courts. So Pegula was quite quite bullish about, she said, you know, that she fancied it because she was used to the quicker courts in Sydney. And so it proved, I mean, she won, was it 6-2, 6-2? I mean, that was, yeah, it was... Um, very, very one-sided, surprisingly so. And um, so Sfionte, as you say, out to $2 and Pegula $11. It's, I mean, it's just so open. It's This week will be interesting because you've got a couple of players who we didn't see last week out out this week. I mean, Raducanu's out to $100. And I mean, who knows if she's actually going to be fit Um We've got so many possibilities, but like you, Sabalenka, $6 way too short for me. I mean, I think there are a few players, Sabalenka, I mentioned before, Sabalenka, Pliskova is one of them, you know, perhaps Madison Keys and a few others. They've had their chances at slams. They've had, they've come into slams, you know, in previous years in better form, weaker opposition as well. And, you kind of think their chance has been and gone um, out of the, you know, and Coco Goff's been been cut as well. I mean, she's $12, but as mm. I mentioned last week, her record against top 10 players is really poor. You know, she won last week in Auckland as we kind of expected her to. And my, my reason for not picking her was I thought she was too short a price. Um, she won hard held and she didn't drop a set all week, but very different in a grand slam. She's undoubtedly... I mean, I know Raducanu won a Grand Slam without playing a top 10 player, but for Coco Golf, she almost certainly will play a top 10 player. And uh, she, that's where she's been found wanting in the past. But it's a why, you know, you take Sviontek out and Sabalenka, who's now short, it's $10 bar and it's all very close. And you could pick, you could pick 10, 11 players there and still not get the winner. I think you can go further down than that. I think you can yeah, go down the top yeah. 20, top 30. As such is the uh, the talent in the women's game at the moment. Obviously, the big talking point uh, this week is on Reddy Khan as well. The injury you touched on that. Uh, Naomi Ozaka has also pulled out of the Australian Open. Uh, so there's a couple of players there going into it. Big name players that have big questions about the, the obviously one of them's not going to be there, but Reddy Khan, obviously a physicality. We were really unlucky in our match play and then we didn't really get the money match play, but we had, we were winning in both of them. If you traded the position, you would have been able to hedge your position with a good profit. So not to worry about that. We made plus one unit 50 on the week and it's all about making money. So a great start, Sabalenka. Now the pressure is on to keep that going. Uh, <laughs> before we go into get into these matches, just, just a word of caution for, for betters who are coming on to this. The week before majors, it's quite difficult, isn't it? I mean, you've got to think about the, the, the mindset of the player. You've got to think about the motivation. If anyone's got an injury knock or anyone's trying to, to get some max, match practice, how do you um, go into these? What, what's your what's your strategy going into the week before a major in these tiny tournaments? I, I, to be perfectly honest, I normally try to avoid them. Um, mm. It's, I think you, you, you kind of suspect that the sort of, bigger names not that there are any massive names playing but you know the sort of the ones who would be in the top six seven in the betting for the Australian Open you suspect they might not be going you know all guns blazing they might just be saving themselves a little bit as I said a lot of players skipped this last week before the major um I'm going to touch on one and not trying not to blow my own trumpet too much but you can pick a winner from the week before uh, I mean 
the French Open two years ago. This is, this is my trumpet blowing moment. Barbara Kreshikova won the week before the French Open, and she looked amazing against Serena Kirstie in the final. And I picked her just on the basis of that final because she was playing top five tennis and she wanted to win the French at a stupid price. So I almost think it's it's, it's a weird one. I can't almost think like since the pandemic, forms become more important in the women's game the way I've been following it. You know, there are, you know, you can get into form. And it used to be the case that, um, you know, you you wouldn't necessarily back a player, you, you could back a player in a Grand Slam, they'd take a week or so to, to play themselves into the Slam. So even if they weren't in great form, they'd have the first week of the Slam to play themselves into form and then business end, they'd come on strong. The game's so open now that that just doesn't work. If you're not in form at the start of a Slam, you're likely to get dumped out. Mm. Just there's so much depth now. So I think it is important to find someone informed. That's with a view to Australian Open. As far as this week goes, I think you're better off looking at players at a bit of a price. Players who might not necessarily have a chance at the Australian. They might have a chance at the Australian, but players who who would rather who think, okay, this is a chance to win a WTA tournament rather than tuning up for the Australian Open. So it might pay to look to avoid the sort of market leaders and, and pick someone at a slightly bigger price. Let's have a look at the uh, the betting. Uh, WTA Adelaide 2, uh, the same event as last week. The conditions last week were very fast, weren't they, Rory? It was, they were quite... Um... It was quite a fast event, and there, there are the uh, I've got there the uh, the the match. There sorry, they're, they're the outright markets. Uh, Caroline Garcia is the favourite at four dollars, probably one of the most improved players last year. Kvitova plus five fifty. Danielle Collins at six. Benchic at eight. Samsonova at nine. Kudamatova at nine. Um, looking at those L odds, you you probably would be looking to oppose them, given what you said there. But what did you make of the court speed? You mentioned in week one about the court speed being so important. This looks like it's going to be quite fast, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sabalenka winning is a um, pretty good indication in some ways. She served a lot of aces. Um, I think on our programme last week, I mean, uh, Sabalenka beat Samsonova um, in the match after we spoke. And Samsonova in her first round match had served 17 aces. So it's quick. Um, that would favour, not sure that would especially favour Garcia. She seems to be pretty adaptable. It would favour Kvitova, mm-hmm. you know, two-time Wimbledon champion. She does like a fast surface. And um, that, that was a big reaction with Kvitova. She was a much bigger price before today, but she put out Elena Rybakina, the Wimbledon champion, in straight sets. And Kvitova, she didn't face a break point so that suggests she's serving very well. And suggests um, it's fast. That suggests yeah, exactly. the court's very fast. Exactly. But um, yeah, plus five and a half to me in, in such an open field. I mean, <laughs> we had a joke about how many times I've mentioned Annette Contevay and she's 25 there. Mm. And that's big. I mean, I'm not tempted by her this week, but that is a big price. It doesn't there seem to be many about. players in that draw, though, that you, you would look at and think to yourself, these conditions are going to suit that player. I mean, you mentioned Kvitova. No. You look at El, you look at Samson over. Yeah, but would you better at plus nine hundred? No chance. No. Uh, no, there's not many players in there that you think you know, these these players are are going to be suited by those conditions. No, I mean, if I'd have to pick one who might be, well, there are a couple 
Azarenka likes it quicker. Um, and Haddad Maya is quite capable. She's got a big lefty serve. So, you know, like Kvitova. So there's possibilities there. I mean, Contivate prefers a quicker surface. You know, I'd like like to her to, her to have played more than one match last week. Um, and because she hadn't played for a while before then. So, you know, she she could be a bit rusty still. And uh, it's just an open tournament. Um, there are some tempting prices there. Um, I mean, I do have a pick. Um, is it, let, come on, let's go on to let's go on to your pick. I mean, let's have okay. a look at the, the 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 player that you feel that can come through. Remember, you're the man in form, Adelaide. You're, you're <laughs> one from one from Adelaide. Course yes. form, Adelaide is your your track. Yes, your track, <laughs> Well, we'll see. I mean, my my pick would be. I've already talked a bit about her. Is Barbara Krajikova? Now, after she won that French Open, or well, last year, beginning of last year, she really struggled injuries and and form. Second half of last season, I mean, Garcia was the player in the second half of last season, but um, Krejcikova second half of last season was superb. I mean, she 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 won two tournaments in a row. She she beat Contevate in the final in Tallinn. Even though superbly. you haven't tipped Contevate, we've mentioned her three times already. Yeah, we're only we're only eight minutes in. That's spread <laughs> of a thousand. It's definitely a big over. It's yeah, a big like over. a swear box. Big so over. It was similar. Yeah. Um, but she beat her in Tallinn, which was really impressive. And then in Ostrava, which you know, I kicked myself because I backed Contivate for Ostrava. Um, and I, it was almost a, a, a toss-up between her and Krajikova for Ostrava. I backed Contivate. She pulled out injured in the first round. And um, and Krajikova went on to win it. She beat Sviontek in the final. Um so I was gutted about that. So after that, I thought she was a certainty for Guadalajara, but she just had a real off day against uh, Anna Kalinskaya. I'm happy. I'm going to forgive her that. You know, I've lost money on her, but I'm going to forgive her that. Um, I can forgive her a lot after the French Open two years ago. But um, I've, I've already backed her for the Australian Open as a result of last season's exploits. You know, I what think... Price did, what price did you get her? I got a very big price for her. One booking was sticking out about... I think 70 or something ridiculous right. like that. Um, would, so, you, would, you know, you, would you recommend, if you think she's going to do well this week and you think she's a bet this week at plus 900, do you think it's worth anyone betting her now? At plus, I think possibly. she's 2,500 to win the Australian Open. I mean, as we've seen, the bookies will overreact to anything that happens you know, in the, in the run-up. She's she's $25 for the Australian Open. Um, if she won this, she would be shorter, but it's if, isn't it? It's uh, you know, I don't think twenty five is a bad price for her for the Australian Open. She's won a slam, mm. you know. That's that means a lot. Um, and again, you know, how many players? It's open, but as I said, Fiontech could be vulnerable. Pegula could be useful. Goff, I wouldn't fancy. Nor Sabalenka, Garcia, another one who I don't know had chances at slams. I. Just well, got she's, a double, she's double the price of Goff and double the price of um, of, of Pegula, yeah. obviously. And I think they prob- probably, uh, I think Bet Rivers would admit themselves that they're going to keep them quite low prices because of the American yeah. uh, patriotic support for their players. So this is a proven major winner. It's also got to a final. Of, did she get the final of the Wimbledon, the semi final of Wimbledon? She, she got the final of Wimbledon. Uh, I think. Semis. I mean, she's won loads of doubles tournaments. Yeah, I mean, as well. just, but, but I mean, she's... that's at, at, at 25 to 1. I mean, 
if you if you think nine to one is a big price this week and she wins it, she's what's she going to be sixteen hundred? Yeah, might be worth yeah having a little double look at the check. <laughs> yeah, I mean she's. I'm just looking at her slam record. She reached fourth round in Wimbledon a couple of years ago, quarter finalist at the Australian last year. Uh, I got a feeling she must have lost to Barty, mustn't she? Uh, no, who did she lose to? She lost to Madison Keys in the quarterfinals. Uh, Madison Keys, who reached the semis, having done not a lot before then in slams. Uh, but of course, Barty and Barty beat Danielle Collins in the final. And Collins, she's twenty eight hundred. I mean, I wouldn't put anyone off backing Collins at, at twenty eight hundred uh, for the Australian Open either. So, you know, it's. I think. I mean, we, we're talking about the Australian Open. I think the draw is going to be pretty important. Mm. You know, we'll, we'll see when the draw comes out, who's who's been placed where. I think that's going to be very important. But, but um, Krajikova, I think she's got a good chance this week. I mean, looking at the draw this week, um, which one? I'm, I mean, she's, she's not got, you know, potentially she plays Alison Risk arbitrage in in the first round if she beats her which she should daria kazakina who's not been in any sort of form kvitova in the quarterfinals that could be tricky given what we've seen from kvitova already semis contivator samsonova in the semis um i don't think there are any you know i don't think there are any massive you know alarm bells ringing about those players in her half of the draw mm. not even in the top half i mean garcia would be the standout she's a very heavy favor against the uh, risk in the yeah, first round minus she... let's have a look at some uh some of the uh the, the first round matches they're going to come yeah. up there now there's a there's a selection of different matches there uh obviously you see the third game down Krajikova minus 305 against allison risk at plus 235 uh, some quite interesting betting games. Ostapenko against Kalinskaya, minus 103. Kalinskaya, minus 121, probably the standout interesting one. Contavit against Badosa will probably be the most interesting game as far as betting is concerned. Two very talented players, minus 139. Daniel Collins is there, we touched on against Teachman. I can't see Daniel Collins having too many problems against Teachman, who's much stronger on the clay at plus 180. Uh, yeah. But you, you've got a pick here, haven't you? You've got to pick on this uh, on these first round matches. I now, do. these first round matches are later on this evening and through the night in America. So uh, check the times they're going to start and uh, have a look at the Bet Rivers website. But they'll be later on this evening and through the evening uh, over, in, over in the States. Yeah, I mean, there's one that really stands out to me. There's another which kind of stands out. I, I've meant, already mentioned my general aversion to backing Yelena Ostapenko at any price, but um, I'm surprised she's the underdog against Anna, Anna Kalinskaya, um, who, you know, Kalinskaya is ranked 64 in the world. And apart from a decent running Guadalajara late last season, she hasn't shown a hell of a lot. So I'm not quite sure why Kalinskaya is favourite. My pick, though, is um, Victoria Azarenka at plus 132 against Veronica Kudometova. Um, I opposed Azarenka last week, but she got the better of Angelina Kalanina in two tie breaks. Then she beat Kinwen, Chinwen Zheng. Um, and that was a good match, actually, um, uh, before going out to last week's sensation, Linda Noskova, who went all the way to the final in Adelaide. Kudometova... I didn't realise she's up to nine in the world. Um, she's won just one WTA tour event. That was in 2021 on the green clay of Charleston 
where she beat Danka Kovinic in the final. I mean, that's a tournament which can often throw up strange results. She lost in three finals early last year, so she's defending a fair few points. Her best slam result was the quarterfinals in last year's French Open. She often gets to the quarters or semis and, and not get much further. Last week, she surprisingly lost to Irina Begu uh, in Adelaide. Um, I don't tend to look too closely at the head-to-heads, but um, could have met for won their only previous meeting in Dubai last February. Um, that was on Deco Turf, which is a bit slower than this surface. And I'd say as fast as the surface suits Azarenka, um, who I think showed last week she was in pretty good form until she bumped into Noskova. So at the prices, um, Azarenka's a play for me here. So Azarenka to beat Kometova at plus 132, which does seem a big price about someone who, uh, with her experience and uh, and the court conditions will, will, will certainly suit. Uh, there's yeah. another tournament, obviously, this week. It's an ATP, uh, sorry, WTA uh, 250 <laughs> event in Hobart. So it's a very, very, very weak field. One of the weakest fields you'll probably see on the on the tour uh, this year. Um, before we go on to the the, the the outright markets, last week in, in New Zealand, there was some terrible weather conditions, wasn't it? And it was an indoor tournament. Yep. Um, what's the weather going to be like here? And, and that is is that an important factor when we're looking at the, the betting this week? I, hope, I think this is, I haven't seen seen any adverse forecasts for Hobart although Hobart seems to have its own microclimate at times so um um looks set fair actually for this week so hopefully we won't be moving indoors as with, with Auckland which was yeah a bit a bit annoying actually mm. you know you, you you kind of look at you know the surface with Auckland which is um a medium court moves indoor it's all a bit quicker as well and um you know that doesn't help when you're trying to predict a tournament. But no, 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 no real complaints though. You know, I, I backed Layla, Layla Fernandez, and she steamrolled her second steamrolled her second round opponent, Julia Graber of uh, Austria, and then she played Yaseline Bonaventure, who I had mentioned at a really big price last week, and uh, Bonaventure, uh, another left-hander, big server. Um, she overpowered Fernandez and probably those quicker conditions helped indoors uh, Bonaventure there. Uh, but Bonaventure then went out in the semis to um, the surprise package of that week, Re- Rebecca Masarova um, from Spain, um, who lost in the final. I mean, she got a bit of a beating from Coco Goff in the final. But um, yeah, Hobart, this is, they're, they're playing on plexicushion. Uh, just as they did, well, as they did last week in Auckland. So, um, you know, it's, again, medium pace courts won't really help or hinder anyone. Um, and I, I don't know if you've got the outright prices there. but Yeah, I've got them here. Um, I'm just, they, they, there is the outright price. Yeah. As you can see, it's not the uh, the most of uh, it's, the it's best. Not, it's not Cobra. a tournament that's going to take a hell of a lot of winning, in, in no. my opinion. And do you, do, when you look at these tournaments, do you actually look at it and get, put off by the fact that it's a weak tournament do you actually think you know what there's more there's more chance of me finding the winner at a nice price here because it's an interesting I, one I prefer because, these well, it, it, it's funny, <laughs> I like these it's funny you should say that because most betters actually look at a tournament like, like this and would rather bet on a tournament where the big names are but you know if you look at its own golf tournaments where they start off at like 33 to 1 the field in, in some weak events and, and some tennis weak events they're the ones that the most the, the professionals much prefer to 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 have a bet on so 
I'll be interested to hear your thoughts here because it's not a great field. Bruce Cobra at four dollars. Kalina is at six. Uh, Lise Mertens at seven fifty. Lynette seven fifty, and then you go down. There's Cornet at fourteen dollars. Lauren Davis at sixteen hundred. Um, some very 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 weak players. But I suppose that uh, when you look at it, you know there are a couple of players that have got the the experience and the and the and the the uh, sort of the the know how how to win this or Mertens especially at plus seven fifty. Another one is Sophie Kennan, who's you know obviously a, uh, performed at a much higher level. This you if you had thought you were getting twenty two hundred on a Kennan to win this tournament two or three years ago, you would have said well, the chief should be minus one ten. Um, but what do you like? <laughs> what what do you like in this tournament? Yeah, I mean, I think you know Buskova at favourite. $4. She's the top seed. I mean, she won the Prague Open last July after reaching the quarterfinals at Wimbledon. She didn't show much after that bar reaching the semis in Guadalajara. She's very, very short based on mm. what she's achieved. Um, yeah, you've mentioned her. I'm interested in Kenin. I am interested in Kenin this week. Um, she went out to Coco Golf last week. I thought she played pretty well in that match. She went down 6-4, 6-4, which is as near as anyone got to Goff last week. As I said, this this is not going to take a lot of winning. Her first round match is no gimme against Lin Zhu. But if she can get through that, you know, she gets rolling at 2,200. She's well worth an each way bet. She's in the bottom half, um, which is, is open. In the top half, I do like another player in the top half. I'm going to have two outright bets here. Um, Claire Liu, you can see there at plus 30, is a player I like a lot but she's had pretty poor luck with injuries. She's very, very decent on her day. I actually backed her. I was, I was looking through my, my bets last year. I fancied her to win in Monastir late last season, uh, which is the tournament in Tunisia. And she beat Ons Jabur in the quarterfinals, but then went out to Elise Mertens in the semis. I think Mertens won, won the tournament. She was injured in the second set. I mean, I think she lost the first set 6-4. She, she couldn't move in the second set. Mertens won it 6-love. So I, I like Claire Liu. She hasn't got the easiest of openers against Yulia Putintseva, who is a notoriously tricky opponent, can be very temperamental, but, you know, brilliant and, and terrible at the same time, almost Putintseva. Um, they're in opposite hearts of the draw. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for a Ken and Liu final, but uh, Liu at, at plus $30 is is someone I'm really interested in. As I say, it's a wide open tournament. This could go, I say, Buskova, I think, is too short. A lot of the players at the top of the market don't really appeal. So I've picked two um, each-way long shots. If you think about Kedding, though, I mean, these, this tournament actually is, is a right fit for her. I mean, she's had a terrible 18 months or so, hasn't she? She's, she's had all injury problems. Her form's gone. She's hardly won a game. But she's gradually getting better and better. At the end of last year, she was getting better and better and better. And when you look about a lot of players, you're saying motivation may not be there a week before a slam. You can definitely guarantee that Kenny will be motivated because she wants to win a tournament, get back on track. She, you know, she's not going to win the Australian Open, but she would like to compete and to, to come here and play three or four games gives a huge amount of confidence going into the Australian. So at a big price, it could be one of those bets that you look at it and think, in a tournament like that, why did we not bet? Kenning at such a, a big price. You yeah, know, in, in absolutely. And, and I say, I thought she showed enough against Goff last week to suggest that, you know, she's, okay, she's not back to her best, but, you know, she's there, thereabouts. And in a, in a, a week, it's a weak tournament. So, yeah. you know, she could go a long way. 
And let's have a look at the uh, there's some match bets at Hobart. There's uh, a few there on the first round matches. Um, lots of sort of half decent favourites, as you would imagine, in a, in a first round of uh, a tournament like this. But uh, Kenning there, minus 177 against Jin Lu. Uh, plus 140. Um, anything, Lou, uh, Lai is actually the favourite against, um, which surprises me. Well, I, I, that's that, that's surprising, isn't it? When you look at uh, Claire Lou, which one? Said the, the Claire Lou price, I mean, minus 121 there to beat favourite to win in her match. When you compare that to the outright market, yeah, uh, she's doesn't make sense. 30, does it? She's 30, and uh, and um, her opponent is nine dollars. Yeah, that doesn't make sense, does it? It doesn't make sense. Um, so, yeah, I, I for, almost for that reason alone, you're worth backing Liu outright. Yeah. It's probably worth it. Um, I mean, looking at most of these, they're, they're kind of all, they're, they're pretty much about right, aren't they, really? I mean, I mean, the two at the bottom appeal. I mean, Alison Van Utvank can go well on a, a fast surface. Uh, Magna Lynette looks short there, but it's the one above them I'm interested in. And and I, I can't quite fathom why Tatiana Maria is such a big price. Um, she reached the quarterfinals at Wimbledon. Um, she also did me a favour last year because I backed her in Colombia in this clay court tournament in Colombia earlier in the year. And it's one of the slowest clay courts I've ever seen. And... Um, She's quite a big price and she just played slice and dice and, and no one else could deal with her. Um, she just played so many backhand slices and and the ball would grip so much that it, it just wouldn't get up. And and she won a lot of rallies by doing that and, and she won the tournament. She's I, I haven't seen anything wrong with her form, Maria. I think she's she's playing OK. Kalanina, we, we backed last week against Hazarenka. Uh, and she lost in two tie breaks. So, you know, she she's not playing badly either. But the price is just for, for Maria is huge. I mean, I, I think part of it, I think she's ranked, I think it's 71 in the world. But she'd be ranked a lot higher. But obviously the Wimbledon ranking points didn't count last year because there were no ranking points for Wimbledon. So that's why Ribikina is a lower ranking than she should be. The same with Tatiana Maria, who is who is a good player. She's very, very experienced. And th- these two haven't played before. And Maria, I think, is the sort of player who is difficult to work out, especially when you see her for the first time. I think there's a lot going for Maria in this match. I mean, she'll probably get double bageled now, but I no, think at plus 335. She'll at least get one game. <laughs> yeah, at plus 335, I, I'm. I, it's a bet. And I was struggling to look for a bet. Um, and then I saw this one and thought, hang about, this this price looks big. Yeah, plus 335 is, is a big price. I mean, nobody in this tournament should be minus 455 against anybody. It's one of them no, tournaments. That if you're no, betting anyone at minus not. 455, you may, you may get it right. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, long term, you'll give it all back if you're betting anybody yeah. at minus 455 in a tournament like this. There's another couple of, you know, I'm looking at the market in front of me now. I bet Rivers have um, Maria with a five and a half game start at minus 136. And the totals are pitched at 19 and a half, which again looks quite valuable yeah, as well. So yeah. It's um it's I I'd i I'd, I'd suggest it would be a, a much closer match than the odds would suggest. Yeah, minus I, I, I'd think. So we you got it all there. So we we pretty much, you know, we've got we've got some we we've got a nice big outsider. We've got a, <laughs> a former Grand Slam player at plus money 
and two uh, and, a, and and a couple of speculative picks and some experienced players as well who we think could win the tournament at enhanced prices. So pretty much wrapped it all up there, Rory, in uh, on week two over on the WTA tour. Lovely stuff. It is. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully and, um, we'll cash some tickets as the as we say here. Yeah, uh, it'd be nice to it would be nice to get some money in the pot ahead of the slam. Well, <laughs> it's money. always nice. Got, it's always very difficult to make money in the first major as first yes. tennis tournaments of each year. So it's always very hard. And to start a tournament with the tournament winner and plus one unit and one and a half units in the back pocket, you can't ask more than that. You get one and a half units every week. That'll do for me. No problem. <laughs> if only, if only. But it will go some way to pay your to pay your your wages, worry. But uh, listen, yes. we're, 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 but uh, it's been a pleasure as always, my friend. Um, have a great weekend. We'll be back next week to talk about the Australian Open. We've given you a couple of ideas of players who potentially we might want to bet now ahead uh, of next week because of what we expect could happen over the next few days over in uh, Australia and in New Zealand. Uh, last week, you downloaded your the podcast in your huge numbers and we rose up to number three in the podcast charts on the Apple podcast charts in the UK and number four in America, which was our highest ever position. So thank you very much. And please download again this week and pass it on to your friends. We want to really challenge and get up to the number one spot uh, ahead of the Australian Open and into the tournament and into the 2023. We have five shows now each week on Game Bet Match. Um, myself, Rory, Sean Calvert and James Blake are the team. And uh, I'm really delighted that you're enjoying the content. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's at the Bet Rivers Network. And you can follow us on our combined Twitter handle at Because We Win, where everybody shares all their thoughts, not only on tennis, but on the soccer content, on the, some other sports as well that we cover on all the major leagues in European football. Uh, Rory, I can say thank you very much for joining us. Keep up the winning. Thank you. Uh, we didn't tip Contevite, but we mentioned her six times, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, it, so the over and under next week for the uh, for the Australian Open, I'm making uh, over and under eight and a half Contevite mentions. And if you bet that over each that. week, you'll be smashed twelve. That. Absolutely least. smashed. That. Uh, have a great week. Thanks very much you for too. watching, and take care and uh, stay safe. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.